Forrester. Down the line to right. It's gone! Garrett Forrester walks it off for Oregon State! What happened? He just like benched like five of the starters. Four of them were all Americans. Big hit pop. Did he just do it? Yes, he did. This is loaded in the NCAA tournament. And he sends a drive to deep right. Elko, Grand Slam. Beer showers about. McGarry's 2-2 pitch to Lanzilli. Strike three called, and Virginia has completed a no-hitter tonight. Pushes a bunt to third. James to first. Hayes out. What a way to end it. And what a way to end a drought. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. Alrighty, what's up college baseball fans? Welcome to the weekend number four recap episode of the 11.7 podcast. We got everybody here again today. We have Apollo Stoney, we got Dimitri, Apollo Dez, and myself. And we have a fun show planned here. A lot of, um, I would say a lot of hot takes coming our way. You know, the, the weekend wasn't overly packed with excitement, but there were a few different focal points this weekend that we're going to really, really hit on hard. I want to lead us off here with before the season, boys, if somebody would have said, hey, I, I, I will give you uh, 10,000 to one odds that Purdue would be the last remaining undefeated team. But if it loses, you have to shave your head. Would you take that bet? No. No, no way. The Boilermakers of Purdue being Absolutely. the last undefeated team left. What are they? 14 and 0 or 15 and 0? 14 and 0. 14 and 0. They outlasted teams like Vanderbilt and Mississippi State, Texas, you name it. Every other school in the nation, they outlasted and they're they're the lone survivor. So now my question is, how much longer does this does this quest go for undefeated? We saw Southern Illinois go 19 and 0 last year. And then the Salukis really hit a hard spell. Um, I mean, dude. I mean, dude. They play Dayton midweek, and then Illinois State this weekend. I, I, I mean, they can go. They can go eighteen and zero. They can do it. <laughs> I believe in them too. But I mean, it's just one of those things where if if I would have had to bet my life. And obviously, that's never smart. Kids listening, don't ever do that. <laughs> Hold on, Ben. Let's, let, ben, I think we have a problem with you doing bets. You just go the ben. furthest end of the spectrum when ben. no one even asked. Ben's okay. like, I will sacrifice my life in this bet. We're like, bro, it's like five dollars. We got to get the the crazy bets under control before you become a father this week. So, oh boy, yeah, less than twelve hours. Actually, for all the listeners, I'm having my firstborn kid at twelve thirty p.m. Eastern time on Monday. So if you're listening to this after, I'm probably already. Uh, what What do you do with a baby? Do you feed it right away? Do you do you change its diaper? Do you I, put a diaper on? What do we? I think it, they send you. Everyone's you like cigars and stuff. You probably oh. let the doctor yeah. take care of the baby for first couple of hours. I don't. Yeah, really I still know. haven't YouTubed how to change a diaper yet. So that yeah. has to happen tonight when I'm editing the podcast. I'm sure TikTok is a great source. Yeah, I mean, I'll figure it out. Listen, it's it's trial by error. You just figure it out as you go, right? Something like but, that. Something like that. Um, 
Anyways, so big news that happened this weekend before we dive into the show. Uh, we got a new employee, a new a new person, iBronze TV, Brian. He's 18 years old, lives in New Jersey, but he is running our TikTok now. And he is in charge of, um, he does an amazing TikTok channel where every day he recaps all the biggest highlights from college baseball. Um, if you guys have TikTok or have thought about dabbling in TikTok, he is a must follow. He gets over 100,000 views per, per video and he does a really good job. It, it's almost, would you guys call it a Chris Berman style? Minute long. It's a, Chris Berman, it's, a, it's a Chris Berman style. But I mean, dude, if you're not like way into college baseball, but you just want to kind of keep up to date, it's a perfect video to watch. You just kind of get a quick gist of what's going on every every day. Yep. It's it's basically a minute long of viral moments that happened the past weekend or big key noteworthy stuff. So it, his at is at iBronze TV. Uh, his name's Brian. Uh, I don't know his last name yet, but he is on board with the 11.7 family. Um, but hey, all right, we, I'm going to give you guys some options here of where to start. We can either start here with who you guys think is should be the number one team in the nation. We can talk We can talk about maybe the Carson Wisenhunt news that just broke, ace pitcher for East Carolina. Uh, we can talk about San Francisco's coach getting fired for very, very questionable stuff. Um, or we can just do baseball-related things like the South Carolina Texas series. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go into all the storylines before we go into the on-field thing. Let's, let's okay. Talk, let's talk about uh, the head coach. That Let, all right. Let's do it. Let's just go ahead and break the ice here. The um, listener discretion advised. Basically, I'm gonna let Dimitri actually <laughs> tell the story because he is uh, friends or acquaintances with with one of these guys' kids. So go ahead and, and break the. Break down what happened since January of this past year with the San Francisco Dons Division One University, and it's not some really slapdick, and that's a foreshadow. Um, it's not some tiny <laughs> school. Um, so go I ahead mean, and tell everybody what's going on. I mean, basically, Kendall Kendall broke the news today that Giratano was fired, um, but. That he Giratano was fired. Was the head coach. He was go yeah, Nico, Nino Giratano, the head coach of San Francisco, the Don. Um, he was fired today because of new lawsuits that were filed, allegations, whatever you want to call them, for creating a mean environment at the at USF baseball. Baseball program has a mean environment. And that was what he was fired for. But I'm assuming he was fired for that because of pre-existing things that had already happened. It was kind of a pile-up of things. Back in January, his, his hitting coach was fired. I, I don't even know his name, um, but it doesn't really matter. That's besides Not the point. He was fired for allegedly doing helicopter swings with his, with his penis <laughs> on the field, in the clubhouse. Um, at, at, at USF, if you guys don't know, it's like a field in the middle, literally in the middle of the city with a big netting that goes all the way around it. So foul balls, home runs, nothing gets out. Pretty much nothing it, gets it's out. It's top golf, basically. And exactly. And down the line, it's kind of like a facility thing. I guess the coach's office and they have a window. And I get, I'm assuming when they met, because in the report, they said that they would see him swinging his dick in his window. So I'm assuming he would get out of the shower or in his office, guys would be on the field and he would just go to the window and start doing helicopter swings with his cock. <laughs> and I, if, if you ask me, Allegedly. I don't think that's a, I don't Allegedly. think that's uh 
I don't think that's something you want to do if you want to keep your job. But yeah. anyway, so, so today, Mark Etheridge, he's a writer for D1 Baseball. He tweeted out, the three former players described the culture in which it was normal to see Nakamura naked on the field or in a window swinging his penis in a helicopter fashion while the entire team and Giratano watched. So the head coach watched. So this kind of feels like a – Des said it best. But, but hold on. Before before I let you like, take the take the talking stick or whatever, there like I understand it's a terrible look, and I t- I had a talk with someone the other day uh, with a female the other day. She what? asked me she she asked me somehow the conversation came up about locker room talk, and I said here's the deal with locker room talk. In the locker room, everyone talks about whatever they want to talk about, no filter. But when you quote, when you take a specific thing that someone says and quote it and put in a headline and write an article about it, it looks terrible. When you're in the actual locker room amongst everyone in the conversation, it's not that bad. It's not meant literally, it's not meant seriously. But when you quote it and blast it on a headline, it looks awful. It looks really bad. May may I have the talking stick now? Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> Dimitri, there is nothing normal about this behavior. <laughs> you have to let me finish. You have to let me finish. You have to let me finish. A, a coach doing that is not normal, but players in the locker room, in the shower, it happens all the time. You know that. Yeah, I mean, you can, do not deny it. You guys know that. In the men's locker room, after a game, before a game, after a workout. No, 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 but listen. Not people listen, paid listen, salary. Listen, listen, they don't listen, do that. Listen. Player doing that, it's dudes being dudes, and it happened. But a coach doing that, that dude, come on, dude, you can't be doing that. You gotta go. You gotta go. And, and so he got is... fired in January, right? He got fired in January. But does, let me ask you this: Let's just say he was a twenty-five-year-old grad assistant, like volunteer assistant kind of thing, and he was—he used to play with friends in his locker within the clubhouse with everybody else. Would you think it's any different? No, you can't be doing that. You're not, not when you're. I, I, I don't think you can be doing going. that. Period. If you're on the coaching side of that team, you've got to grow up. Mm-hmm. You've got to grow up, and, and you can't be fucking slinging your cock around. Yeah. And they said like three other incidences think or think three other things happened, right? But they named this. They named him swirling his dick around. Yeah. So the three things they didn't name could be worse. Could be, or it couldn't just not be. Bad but here's at all. my thing: How the hell did we like? I feel like we should have known about this in January. Like maybe we we weren't back on the the hot mic podcasting yet. Like before when that report broke out, because I yeah, feel like I we would have seen that. Yeah, I don't remember, and nobody's talked about it on social media. So this must be just you know trying to cover up a situation, and then finally it broke broke free, and there's lawsuits now. Um, but enough. But yeah, with you the, gotta uh, go. You gotta enough go. Enough with that talk. I mean, that's a. <laughs> Crazy story. Only what happened in college baseball, I feel like. Um, and, and speaking of, of news that broke in January, but maybe just came into light now, let's December. just segue this. Let's segue this into Carson Wisenhunt. And for listeners that maybe don't follow college baseball too well, Carson Wisenhunt is the ace pitcher for East Carolina this year. He was coming in as their dude, their Friday night guy. Uh, people had high hopes on him. He was a projected first-round draft pick. And – he comes out was it a couple days before the season starts. Coach, uh, Coach Godwin from East Carolina says Carson Wisenhunt is suspended this weekend for breaking team rules. Blah blah blah. We didn't know what was going on. Um, it turns out today, four weeks into the season, that 
Wizenhut failed a PED test from the NCAA back in the was it during winter break, and he quoted saying that he took some kind of substance that he bought from a nationwide supplement. You know, you, you got to think about Nutrition Depot or GNC or, or you know, those type of stores, a, a name brand store. He didn't say who it was, but he bought some supplements there that I guess were against the NCAA rules, made him fail a test, and he's out for the full season. So not only does this hurt East Carolina's chances of making a deep playoff push, it also hurts his chances in the MLB draft, you would think, correct? Do you, all right, do you guys have the article pulled up? Could I have it up in front of me? No. Um, so basically, Godwin said, um, Carson is not a bad kid. He will not be re- with us the rest of the year. Coaching staff will support him on and off the field, help him academically. If he decides to come back in 2023, he will be on our team in 2023. And then he goes, I would tell the fans that I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes in my life that um, if maybe came to light, I wouldn't be the head coach here. So basically saying if some of the mistakes that I have made came public, I wouldn't be the head coach here. I would ask them to have some grace for him. He's not a bad kid. That's fair. Uh, yeah. And then did that's you, a good so, do you have the quote that Wizenhunt said on the East Carolina radio? I don't have it, no. Um, uh, I, I have the tweet. Hold on. So basically, yeah, I mean, he – I mean, dude, I mean, what what could he have possibly taken – like, what was he buying? Some workout supplement? Yeah, I feel like this is a lot like the Luke Alexander situation from Mississippi State after 2018 season. He just, like, disappeared off the face of the earth in fall ball and then came back and was the first base coach, essentially. It could be a a, a bunch of different supplements. Obviously, there's, like, fat burners. There's creatine pills. There's pre-workout. There's a bunch of different things that could result in performance-enhancing because um, all it takes is like a like a speck of something coming back in your urine, and NCAA doesn't play around; they just suspend you. There's I mean, no leeway. I mean, same thing happened with uh, what's the big sl- Calabella with the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. He's still fighting it. He still to this day is fighting that drug test. Um, he swears he didn't take anything. He had been proving that it, 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 your body can produce it. So I don't know what's going on here, but East Carolina. I mean. They went from, hey, they're going to compete with, you know, for the AAC title. Now I think it's two lanes to lose. I don't know. After this weekend, I, 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 I really do time, think about to say. Tulane might be a bunch of frauds, man. They might have got up that one weekend. But getting swept at home against home. Evansville, that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. New theory. Can't happen. New theory. Every team that beats Mississippi State in a series, the, the rest of their season is is broken. It's just, I don't know. Long Beach is back. Long, Long Beach had a little hiccup there. They had, a, right. they had a good weekend this weekend. We'll see how they continue. How's to Northern do, Kentucky but... doing, Stoney? I know you follow them pretty closely. Yeah, I have no idea. I couldn't even tell you what <laughs> conference they're in, actually. <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe this. Maybe Tulane just listened to the Thursday, Friday episode and they were like, hey, we got to get cold right now. Yeah. Whoa. I see yeah. hot game theory. Hey, get hot game theory. I see hot game theory. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, but your cold streak's got to go for a long time. If they get swept at home for a long time, they might be getting hot for no reason at the end because that means they'll have to win their damn tournament to get in. But losing at home to Evansville, not losing, swept at home against Evansville is brutal, man. That's, that is that's brutal. not good for the RPI. <laughs> and, 
I mean, who gives a shit? Just three straight loss and getting blown out fifteen to five in game three. Yeah, let's have a little bit of have a little bit of guts and courage to win that game three at least. Now this this matchup was intriguing to me for one reason. It was the purple aces versus the green, the green wave. wave. Now let's let's go ahead and just rattle off some other teams with colors in their name. We have Army Golden Black Eagle. Knights, Southern Miss Golden Eagles, Golden Lion, uh, uh, Crimson Tide, um, Golden Lion, Blue Hose from Presbyterian, Red Hawks, Red yep. Birds, Simo. Um, what a uh, purple! Oh, wait, Illinois heard. State Redbird. Yeah. What What is the other color we're missing on the color wheel? Green. Oh, wave. We just said that. Roy G. Biv. Rainbow. Red Raiders. Rainbow Warriors. I mean, that's a whole bunch Rainbow of colors. Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, that's. I love a good out. team name. <laughs> love a good team name. Is there any white? White. Seems like he. White lightning. That, right. <laughs> no. None. Texas Anyways. Red Raiders. Yeah. Oh, Raiders. Delaware. Delaware Blue Hen. Blue hens. I'm intrigued with colors before the name, but purple aces, incredible. Yellow jackets. Now is green wave. Is that is that not good? I feel like green water is not a good like does that are they talking smack about the Gulf of Mexico being Gulf of Mexico? The worst beach in America. It's got a green tint to it. I think it's just it's being honest. I think they're an honest team. (laughs) They they decided to just be honest. Not not trying to shy away from it. I'll respect Um, it. Well, um, Boys, we had a we had a fun weekend, and I'll tell you why. It was because of the bad weather and the amount of games that were postponed that turned into doubleheaders or games that got canceled all in all. I, I don't know why we took so long to bring this up, but the game between Michigan and Louisville was the most viral clip I believe we've had in a long time. It, it not, was not, not even close, but go ahead. Let me ask you this. Did you guys think that was actually a blizzard? Or do you think it was just bad camera work with the you know pretty good amount of snow? Because to me, as someone who hasn't seen a ton of snow in my life, that looked it, miserable. That looked like they should have shut school down for a, for a year. It was a blizzard. Hey, hey, listen. The actual weather there wasn't the snow wasn't that bad. But think about a camera zooming in all the way to home plate. You're 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 catching snow. Big to smaller to smaller all between center field and the pitcher's mound. So you're catching all that snow in one and the zoomed wind in. was blowing too across, so it just I mean, it makes it look worse than it really is. But hey, who cares about what it actually looked like? That was just it was it looks better on TV. Yeah, it was it was a huge home field advantage for Michigan. Those boys put up double digit runs. Well, Louisville won the series, so. Yeah, but but Michigan played so much better in the snow. It, it was like they well they had a secret secret saw secret weapon that when it starts snowing they, their attributes boost up it, it's it was, their performance enhancing drugs there just it snow. Was definitely the cameras because i went to the world series this past year in atlanta game three when it was misting the whole time but mm-hmm. my uh fiance was texting me and she was like hey is it just like absolutely pouring there because on tv it looks like a torrential downpour and i was like no nah, it's just it's misting it's cold misty it's fine yeah. so it's definitely the cameras but Still it looked, it, it looked cool though. It, it looked awesome. really cool. I, I couldn't imagine trying to hit a white baseball in the snow, whether it's snowing hard oh, or it should, not. It should have been canceled. Dude, it, that game should not have been playing for that long. Yeah. Like I, I don't care what anybody ball. said. Imagine the catcher trying to pick up where the ball is coming out of a hand. I mean, the, the pitcher. The pitcher out about sleeves. 
Dude, it, the pitcher threw the pitcher threw like I don't know like he was on a three he he walked a guy and then he was like on a two or three zero count. Pigeon coach go, walks out. I'm like, dude, what the hell did he say to him? Hey, man, just just find a way. Just throw a strike. Just find yeah, a just way, man. I don't know what to tell you out here. I don't know what to tell you. Like, what what do you say to him? I don't know. I, I just say, hey, we're gonna stand out here until the umpire walks out, and I'm gonna tell the umpire what are we doing here. Let's let's cancel this game. Um. Oh, I just got a notification on my phone. Sorry. Um, another another thing. Oh, was there anything else about that we were going to talk? Because there was another subject that I don't know why we haven't gotten to yet either. This one's just as big. Anything else on Louisville, Michigan? Going once, going twice? No. It was fun. Yes. It was fun while it lasted. But, dude, how have we not talked about Marshall? The, the green, uh, the, what are they? Thundering the, Herd. Thundering Herd. Play baseball. They're a Division One school, a big Division One school. They play baseball at the local YMCA. What? Hold on, that's the same school that's getting ready to join the Sun Belt. They play at the YMCA with no lights. They had a game canceled on Friday, not canceled, but stopped on Suspended. Friday because then, of darkness. Because there's no lights at the YMCA. What is this? And guess what? They canceled. They banged the whole series. By the way, they didn't even finish. They didn't even wait. What do you mean, like weather or? So they, yeah, it was too cold. They 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 canned the rest of the series, so they ended that game in extra inning nine nine. Never even got to finish it. And there's a lot of angry Marshall fans out there because apparently they've been promising a new stadium for over for a decade, years. for over a decade, and it just hasn't been built yet. And here's what's even crazier: when when conference play starts, they usually go an hour south to Charleston, West Virginia, is where the um there was I think it was the Charles uh, West Virginia Power minor league minor league team, MILB team played there. Now they're the Charleston something. Anyway, long story short, it's an actual minor league stadium. You know, nice with bleachers and you know seat backs and lights and all that good stuff, like a normal stadium. Yeah, and, Kyle and Marshall Schaefer. playing at the damn YMCA, which by the way they try not to make public. <laughs> no way. They don't. Kyle, I, I wonder why. Kyle Schaefer of. Marshall's baseball team, he's a senior this year, tweeted, so embarrassing, that's all there is to it. Work too hard to be treated like we're not a part of the athletic department. Yeah, there that's seems to be a lot of pitiful. beef. Yeah. Pitiful. Seems like a lot of beef between Marshall baseball and the athletic director, because we saw a bunch of replies to that tweet. His first day tweet. was Saturday. The the new, athletic, they just hired a new athletic director. His, uh, he, Pitt, he was, what I don't know what his role was at Pitt. At Pitt. He is the new athletic director at Marshall. And so we'll see what he does. But, yeah, pretty yeah. brutal. And they're, they're not the only one, though. They're not the only school without lights, by the no. way. How but about, they're in the Sun Belt. They're about to be in the Sun Belt. Yeah. How about Belmont? Uh, well, actually, let me go back a little bit. That's a very good pun there. Or um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? They're going to the Sun Belt, but they have to stop their games when the sun goes down. I don't know. The not-so-fun belt? Yeah. Um but yeah, Belmont. I remember my first college or one of my first college games, maybe the second or third one. We played at Belmont, and it was a game that started at eight o'clock because it was a tournament. And at ten o'clock, the lights just turned off. And apparently, the in the subdivision that they're in, the stadium's in, it's in a city park. At ten p.m., the lights go off whether you're playing a game or not. It was almost mid pitch, and the game got suspended. They're like. Eh. We honestly have no call over this. It's our home field, but the, the neighborhood makes us turn off the lights at 10. It's a curfew thing. Do you think – let's just take Belmont basketball, for example. 
do you think the the city or anybody has any regulations over anything with the athletic department? It's crazy that baseball gets treated I mean, like this sometimes. I mean, you can't. That's, that's apples and oranges because they're inside. They have an arena. Like you can't really. These baseball lights are just bright and wide open in the middle of the city. Well, dude, speaking of lights, Northern Kentucky uh, doesn't have lights either. No, but what about UC Santa Barbara just put lights in two years ago? Yeah, last year. Just was their because first year. They, they wanted to host a regional and you can't host a regional without lights. So it took them a long time and a lot of a lot of winning seasons just to put lights up. I don't know. I, I think, I mean, dude, holy shit. I've been playing in field with lights since I was seven years old. My little league field has lights. <laughs> Six years old, we had light. <laughs> what are we doing? Bad. Bad for business. Um, let's get into the baseball talk now. I mean, we, we spent a lot of time on the off, off the field stuff. Um, let's let's start right here with, with the series that I spent the most time watching. South Carolina and Texas. Des, I apologize. Things looked really good for you after day one. But South Carolina wins the doubleheader both games today and takes the series against the number one team in the nation. Thoughts? Hey, guess what? Texas is 0-2 since they threw a bat at the pitcher. <laughs> okay. I don't right, need, let's talk I about that. A good point. I don't need the PO. I don't need the PO yeah. talk. Uh, Baseball's a beautiful sport, man. <laughs> supposedly the fans were chirping Ivan about his race, so that's why he, lo- he let that one go a little bit. Um but Texas needs to figure out their pitching ASAP. I, what did I tell you? What did I tell you guys after um, – who was it, Tanner Witt? Yeah. Yep. After he got hurt, their Sunday game is going to turn into – not. A, I don't want to say tryout because they're still – they still have arms, all kinds of arms. But their Sunday game is now a tryout. Who can give them five innings out of the gate? And they're going to keep trying the next one and the next one until they can find the guy that does it. If he does it, they're going to give him a second opportunity. If he does it again, it's his to lose. But if he doesn't, they're going to try again. That's just what happens when you lose your Sunday guy, especially a guy who would be a number one in probably 95% of other schools. I was just about to say that. If you took the Sunday guy that Texas threw today and you put him on a team, um, Mercer, for example, he would be Mercer's Friday guy 10 times out of 10. It's it, you see what I'm saying. He's still really good, for sure. I but also think that now you're moving your your midweek guy and trying out on that Sunday role. So now you got to figure out your midweek shuffle as well. Yep. Like you and that's what happened with Texas State when you have two midweek. That second midweek game becomes very interesting because that's your fifth starter of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who that's just some freshman who you took now. Hopefully, what Texas does is says, okay, hey, you know what? We have a fifth game in the week. Well, now he's our fourth game, our Tuesday guy. Just throw him in there. Whatever happens, happens. Just let him have that role all season long and not be worried about losing his job every single week because he's going to be your Saturday guy next year. He's going to be your Friday guy next year. You never know. You've got to let him go. As a freshman, just let him go. Get all the experience. Let him struggle. Let him give up five in the first and let him come back. So that's Texas. They're in trouble. They're kind of in trouble. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Question time. Who is your – I want everybody's opinion on who the number one team in the nation should be. Obviously, we don't do top 25 rankings anymore. We just do mid-major. Who would you guys put as the number one team in the nation? That's It's tough. Does Texas I, I, still keep the crown, or do you move it down to a – 
I, I'll tell you who I'll tell you guys who I think first. I, I think Tennessee has done nothing but prove that they are they're winning ball games and they lost the one game against Texas. But it, I mean, it, it's hard to man. I don't know. I, Tennessee is what thirteen and one right now. They've beaten everybody by a lot. I, I, w- I think I would give the crown to Tennessee right now. I'm going to go Oregon State. Yeah. They just State. gave up a walk-off bomb about 30 minutes ago. No, That's walk-off fine. single to yes. Washington State. But they score a lot of runs. Their pitching looks decent. I don't know. I like the Beavers. I, if, if Oregon if State, you're number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, fuck it. It's still Tennessee. Early. Tennessee has played two of the teams in our bottom ten. Yeah. And we're only four weeks in. They've had two series against teams in the bottom ten. Okay. That's if I'm fair. going to any SEC team, I'm going <laughs> Ole Miss or I'm going Bandy before I go to the Oh man. Ole Miss just lost to Oral Roberts today, eight four. Yeah, but they, they also won six two. I I, I think Texas is by far and away number one team yeah. in the country still. What Texas lost about? three games this week though. Okay, they lost to a freaking red hot Texas State team in now what we call a rivalry. And then they lost on the road at South Carolina. Like, I mean, they're still the number one team in the country, including losing their left fielder and their Sunday guy. Like, Texas is still number one. I think Purdue should be number one. Undefeated, baby. <laughs> Boilmakers. All about just winning ball games. Um, but, I mean, I think it is going to be an interesting debate. And, and obviously, yeah. when, the, when this podcast comes out, D1 Baseball, Baseball America, all those guys are going to release their top 25. Uh, I don't know. You guys don't think Arkansas? Oh wow! Well, Arkansas has looked really good, but they've also Arkansas. Arkansas could be right there, number one. I mean, we're gonna gonna know the after the first weekend of conference play. We're gonna know pretty good who's in the number one team in the nation. I mean, I I like a team like uh, I don't know. Oregon State's up there. Tennessee, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Arkansas. Really, all of them, even Texas. Still, why not Texas? I mean. Dude, how about Georgia Tech? They swept Virginia Tech. Yeah, they, but they also lost to Mercer. Okay, but dude, like I understand midweeks matter. Like, dude, this is such a I hate this topic. Midweeks matter, but at the same time, a team's best is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's when they're at their best. I agree. I agree. Uh, all right, let's talk about Friday, Saturday, Sunday one more time. How about the biggest? Well, there was two big mid-major matchups dallas baptist played southern miss and the patriots just took it to the golden eagles was never even close they held southern miss to one run in the first 18 innings and then smashed them again today eight to nothing nine to nothing something along those lines no, it was like nine four something like that maybe nine four yeah but dallas baptist finally starts clicking after losing two out of three to semo and then losing to texas tech twice in the midweeks they, they're finally starting to look like that super regional team from last year, which is good. Yeah, I mean, Southern Miss, their pitching staff is really damn good. And for Dallas Baptists to go out there and abuse them, I mean, they didn't really abuse them. It was like, what, 3-1, 3-2, 4-2, the first two games? Yeah. It was close, and then today they just blew them out. But, I mean, this, shit. This I think that like said the, more. Huh? This looks like the DBU team that we thought we were getting preseason, correct? Yeah. 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 I think that says more about DBU rather than Southern Myth because I think Southern Myth will be just fine. But what about this? What if, are they going to start cold, get hot, finish cold this year? Ooh. I think I think Southern Myth is on the right track. I think DBU is heating up at the wrong time. 
<laughs> can, can we can we give an award at the end of the year like an icy hot award and then like a yes. non icy hot award icy hot hit our line yeah <laughs> dms are open hey ben um, speaking just before i forget another big matchup that i wanted to throw in there before we go to the other mid-major ucla doing ucla thing i told you guys i right on, baby said every time usc looked really good though that i watched a decent amount of that. Their pitching staff is good. I think they're eleven and three now. They're yep. good. They are good. But again, UCLA should not have lost that series. I, I called it on Thursday when we recorded the episode. UCLA has been doing this now. This whole pull the rug out from underneath you for three years now. Every time when they look like the team to beat, they just hand it away. And then whenever they look like when they look bad. They'll go out and sweep somebody that they shouldn't sweep. And it happened. I mean, they played really well in the Shriners Houston Classic, won two out of three against some really good teams. And then, sure enough, they, they play against USC. I mean, dude, holy shit. By, by run differential, by rule book, they won the Shriners Classic yeah. with the best team in the country. Yeah. The best team in the country. Then you lose two out of three at home to USC. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get uh, it. Do not try to understand US, UCLA baseball. Just don't. Just I know. do the I know. opposite of whatever they did the week before. It's um, unbelievable. But, of course, the other mid-major weekend, there was only two games, and, God, I wish there was three. But the Liberty Flames hosted Campbell, and Zach Nito had a weekend to remember. Finally, he hits his, not only his first home run of the season, he hits three home runs the weekend in two games. And they were all monster blasts, 450 feet plus, I think, on all three. And he was somebody that came into the season with not only uh, not only Big South Player of the Year aspirations, but Golden Spikes uh, nominee aspirations. And it took him 12 games in the season to hit his first home run. But now you guys start seeing what Zach Nito is all about. His giant leg kick, just when his timing is on, he's crazy good. Dude, he oozes, he just has swag when he hits the ball. Like he hit a double down a uh, right field line today. They were going away, away, away. He he went with it and hit a double. Then he pulled the double down the left field line, hit a bomb, and it's just like the way he hits. He just does a little step back and like watch it. Dude, he he can hit. Is man. there anybody in the MLB you can compare his leg kick to? I I, I can't. I mean, right I was going to tell you Tatis to him, where yeah. it's just. It has I was going to tell fire. you. The, you remember what they said about Kyle coming out of, out of college into the draft. Like, like he's, got, he's, got to, he's got to quiet down his swing, quiet down his thing. There's too many moving parts, leg kick too big, blah, blah, blah. Kyle did quiet everything down, and it worked. They're going to tell Nito, is it Neto? I think it's Neto. Uh, who cares? I mean, he's, he's Zach <laughs> King. I mean, if someone was, King. Anyway, if – they're going to tell him the same thing. Quiet your swing down. Less, less light kick. And I'm like, dude, if he can hit like that, why change it? Maybe a little Javi Baez. Ooh. Ooh. He's, he's, got, like he's got Javi. Like he's yeah. got a little Javi Baez in him. Um, he, he's got Javi. Yeah, it was surprising to see Campbell's still below 500 this year, even though they split this weekend with Liberty. <laughs> I mean, dude, they're – like if they would just win some of the games they're supposed to win, they'd be a t- they're they're in the major top twenty-five, no doubt about it. Yeah, and I, I, I figure we're gonna see them at the end of the year pretty they'll, high. They'll, they'll be in there. They'll be in there. But dude, like their eighth won them the first game, and then their second best starter, who's also pretty good, kept it close today. 
I think Liberty, I think Liberty would have taken game three. I mean, it was their, their number three is better than Campbell's three. So a one, one with Harrington winning one of them doesn't say enough. Right. And, and obviously they're going to run through that conference. The big South is nothing nothing special. Um, But yeah. uh, And then one more thing about mid-major before we, we move on. Please tell me you guys saw the southeastern Louisiana steal of home plate where the hitter took an absolute full hack. And I know what you're going to say, Dimitri. I know. I I read the comments, but just the idea of that, how is that legal, man? Someone could literally get killed. And and I'll let let one of you guys explain kind of the the reasoning behind it. And it makes a lot of sense. But good God, someone's going to get hurt, whether it's the catcher or the guy running. I mean, I was going to let one of them say something, but first of all, Ben, they said it was planned, but did they plan the high pitch too? <laughs> That's right. it. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm That's sitting what there. I was watching the video. Guy swung at the high pitch. Catch it went over the damn catcher's head. Guy slides in. Okay, but what if the ball was right down the middle or in the dirt? He wasn't was swinging. A little two-seamer running on his hands. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He, he wasn't swinging. Like, he swung at a high fastball. And if that ball was anywhere else, was he still going to swing like a, at a high fastball? I, I know everybody was saying – or not everybody, but there was a few players that were Their saying – Their guys were saying it was planned. Yeah, but did you see the hitter's reaction? He looked like the most surprised person there. I think he missed yeah. a sign. <laughs> Dude, I swear. Didn't but anyways, the, the thought process and the coaching process of – I think it was a joke. I think they were acting like it was planned. That shit was not planned. I don't think it was. But so obviously, whenever you're stealing home, you want to keep keep the catcher from diving across the plate. So you have your hitter swing away, so the catcher has to sit back, and then it's harder to dive and make a tag at home plate. But you're going to get somebody killed because it's either going to be the runner who you swing and the bat hits him right in the head, or you're going to kill the catcher who's coming to make a tag. And dude, I hate that play. And I'm obviously somebody that's all for innovation and all for strategic coaching stuff. That has to stop. That It should be an automatic out, automatic ejection. You cannot have your guy taking a full swing with the guy sprinting down the line. I, I don't like that at all. And you guys could disagree, but... No, I'm, I 100% I'm, agree. I'm, yeah, absolutely not. I mean, the classic fake squeeze. Pull back your back straight into the catcher. You, yeah, you know, you bunt, yeah. you bunt, and you pull straight into the catcher to keep him back. Mm-hmm. That's the right. only thing I can think of. But Dude, don't, so- don't don't gas me up with don't gaslight me with that. Oh, we did that on purpose, swinging. Well, one of my biggest reasons why I hate it is because it only takes one time for it to go wrong, and then you have to call an ambulance and save somebody's life. And that's just not doesn't. There's no game that's worth winning where it's even close to that. And that might be my fatherly instincts taken over okay. now. But think about if you do this. Hey, think about a tie. You know that meme where it's like, hey, call an ambulance, but not for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Walk off stealing at the plate, but you hit the guy in the face as he's sliding and he's safe. And you, you sit there and you look at the other team. Hey, call an ambulance, but not for me. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think that was a bad analogy. Um, but <laughs> hey, one more major um, matchup you're forgetting, Ben. Mercer versus St. Nope, Peter's? No, nope, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody outscores Syracuse team. 41 to 0 today nobody, in the doubleheader. Literally, 
do you know who St. Peter's is? And I, I don't know if the head coach listened or not. Like, no offense, but they're not very good. Well, listen, all I know is Mercer hit 10 homers today in a 270 doubleheaders and outscored them 41 to 0. Dude, they play in a bandbox against the Helen Keller School of the Blind. If you ask like, me, it's not that's the biggest field in America. It's the biggest field in America because I hit. Dude, them. I know you love Mercer. You love gas in the mouth. But, dude, like, come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. Is it Long Beach State? I, I think St. Peter's, Peter's might be a top 25 team in the country. Dimitri, did you want to talk about Gonzaga, Long Beach State? Hey, Stoney, you're smart, man. Ben, where the <laughs> fuck have you been? <laughs> uh, you guys go ahead. I'll, I'm going to. No, gonna, no, no. So, what happened with hey, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to pretend I'm you now. So, hey, guys, uh, Gonzaga, Long Beach, another mid major matchup this weekend. Ben, now you act like me. Well, uh, I mean, uh, uh, dude, I mean, uh, uh, Long Beach That's came back rough. and won the last two two days. Dirtbags, baby. Well, so so Gonzaga went out and shoved game one, and I thought they were going to sweep Long Beach. I was and, worried. And dude, first of Hashtag all, worried. I watched I watched the games to or the game today. Long Beach has a sick stadium. It is cream of the crop. You I didn't know that. that. No, it's sick, dude. It is. Awesome, like probably a top twenty stadium in the country, including SEC. It's beautiful. It's Dude, perfect. it really is. Um, but I watched the game today. It was one nothing. I think Long Beach won on a walk off. Um, but dude, just really well played game for both teams. And it was funny because when we were picking the the weekend pick them, we had no idea Long Beach's ace um, Ramirez. Ramirez. He was scratched from a start on Friday. So Gonzaga just rolled him on Friday, and I was like, oh, man, it's going to be tough to win two. But credit to the Dirtbags. They they came back, won on Saturday pretty handily, and then fought and won today at home. Like, I, I tip a cap to them. Stoney has them in Omaha. I don't know if they're that good, but they're, they're definitely good enough to make a lot of noise this postseason. Yeah, the it's good to see them bounce back because after beating Mississippi State, maybe they got – too high and then they got brought back down to earth over the next couple of weekends but they look good this weekend it's their, their pitching staff is good their hitters are pesky i think mm -hmm. is the they're annoying if you're the opposing team essentially they they can lay down punts they get they just get the next man up next man on base um they're fun to watch if you enjoy watching good baseball and team Long play Beach and kind of might stuff. be ucla 2.0 Right whenever you think you start doubting them, they'll win a big series, and then they'll lose to Cal State Northridge. <laughs> I don't hate that comparison. I mean, we'll see what they continue to do the rest of the season, but Long Beach State, they're a good program, obviously. Everybody should know that if you follow college baseball, but they're, they're a fun team. We'll see what keeps there, on happening. There has been two stadiums this year that have just blown my mind with how cool they are. Long Beach State is one, and, and UCF, Central Florida, is the other, where I was like, wow, that's mm -hmm. a sweet ballpark. Hey, Nebraska played at UNO with Nebraska Omaha. They had a sellout today. Why did they play there? That's where they were. They were. I, I guess they were playing there. I don't oh, know. I don't know against, if they were. Did they play against Omaha? In Omaha at UNO. But did they and, play against Omaha, the Mavericks? Did they play? Yes, yes, yes. They oh, played, Nebraska okay. played Nebraska Omaha University of Omaha. Which and one was, sold out. was supposed to play Long Beach State? Was it Nebraska? Nebraska. Or... Right. Nebraska was supposed to play Long Beach. By the way, did we ever find out who backed out? Who canceled on who? I don't know. 
There's, I've, I heard conflicting arguments from both sides. And, like Gon- and you said. know what's crazier? Gonzaga bailed on Mizzou. It would probably be a four-game series. I think what happened was Long Beach and Gonzaga were like, hey, yo, you just bail on Missouri. We'll bail on Nebraska. Let's just play against each other in like 80, 80 degrees in Long Beach. Sound good? Honestly, Great. I want to know what happened because Missouri, Gonzaga bailed on Mizzou. Long Beach bailed on Nebraska. And I, I it had to have been cold weather for both both series. Yeah. They both had to have been like, we're not playing. I, I want to know who wrote the check, whether it was BYU or Oklahoma State, to get the series moved from Oklahoma State out in 30-degree conditions to um, Globe Life. Globe Life Field. <laughs> Freaking beautiful ballpark, even though I hate the Rangers. But play indoors. Who yeah, wrote but, the check? Tebow Pickens from the grave. Picking yeah. from the grave is just. Did you see the stream? Yeah, the stream sucked. There was twelve. I mean, damn, it was it was from Elon Musk's space station. <laughs> yeah, it was above the club level. It was in the fourth deck, and it was some dude like, with an, like with an iPhone was, six. That shit was so high up there. I'm like, dude, mind there, I'd rather watch Gamecast or Stat Tracker or whatever at that point. Has there been a good stream, a college baseball stream from Globe Life? It always feels like it's just. No. Always bad. Um, Flow Sports doesn't do a terrible job there. I know people hate Flow Sports, but at least they have multiple camera angles and, and things like that. Um, speaking okay. of multiple camera angles, what's up with Kentucky? I, I had no idea that a school in the SEC could put on such a piss-poor broadcast. They spent all their money on their scoreboard. Right. That's what I tweeted. I, <laughs> they have a nine-inning long scoreboard in the top left. but it's they beautiful. have. One camera and it's zoomed all the way out. You can't even see who's playing who. Um, that's embarrassing for an SEC school. And I know the people are gonna say, "Oh, they're a basketball school. It's basketball season, so that's where all their cameras are." Uh, uh-uh. I'm not falling for that because they were in the SEC tournament this weekend, and that hey. stream still sucked. Embarrassing. I have. How about this series? Friday night, Miami was down twelve to four. They freaking made a comeback with the tying run on third and bottom of the ninth, and they lost 12-11. I saw that. I watched that whole game. Saturday, they came back and beat the shit out of them. Sunday, they came back and beat the shit out of them again. It's like crazy Miami and Boston UCLA. College, Boston College beat Carson Palmquist, your boy. Just they, they didn't just beat him. They, they barreled they, him. They, they, yeah, they railed him. They turned him around. And- <laughs> I thought you were about to use a different R word. It's like, uh-uh. <laughs> don't use that word. Uh. They railed him. They smacked him around. Well, he was and- throwing 88 mile an hour fastballs down the middle. Yeah, I hit last year out of the book. His velo was way higher last year. I mean, he was like 93, 95, like yeah. just filth. Now it's like 88, 90. I'm telling you, starting is hard. Is a hard. Hey, it's a different it's a animal. Issue. We talked about it last episode. Miami can beat anybody in the nation, but they can lose to anybody in the nation. It's so I think crazy. they're like I think they're similar to UCLA. They just yeah. don't. They just show up. Like I don't understand it. If you had Miami and UCLA as like a two and a three seed in a regional, that's the number one teams or that's the number one and number four teams' worst nightmare. Like, wait, which one of these two teams are we getting? Are we, are we getting the team that's going to roll through the tournament and we're going to lose by ten? Or and honestly, if that were to happen, I would put all my money on Miami or UCLA winning that regional. Because oh, yeah. what are the chances they both don't show up? At least your chances of one showing up are pretty good. Very good. So yeah. I would take I would take either one of them to win that regional, no doubt. The wild card regional, that's what we'll call it. Yeah. Um, hey, so did you guys see me tweet at Dana White this weekend? 
No. The UFC, Dana White. Oh, we forgot to talk about that one. Yeah, so Tim Tadlock, head coach um, for lifetime at Texas Tech, signs a lifetime contract. Um, gets a little, a little argument with Jose Cruz Jr. of Rice after the game, and I don't Our know guy, what's Jose going Cruz on. Jr. All I know is uh, and Antonio, what's his name? Antonio Cruz? Tony Cruz? The kid Junior. That plays yeah. At, Antonio Cruz. Cruz that plays at Rice. He was favoriting a lot of people's tweets that were commenting saying, that Tadlock was out of line and there was a bunch of stuff. I don't know what happened. I didn't de- dig too deep into it. All I know is Tex Tech killed Rice, and I guess there was some chirping going on throughout the game. Do you guys they have any just, other details? Yeah, a bunch of bullshit beef between two teams, and then I'm sure Cruz was not in a good mood getting his ass kicked all weekend. He probably – Tadlock probably said something that Cruz didn't like or vice versa, and – Someone had words for the other, and they just got into it a little bit. But you know how it is. When a camera's on, everything looks worse than it actually is. They probably just said a few things like, hey, fuck you. No, fuck you. Like, I'm going to kick your ass. No, that's bullshit. You should be a better You should be better than that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'll see you on the recruiting trail. I'll kick your ass then or something. Hey, sometimes yeah. you need that when you're getting your ass kicked. Have your coach a little fired up and uh, a little dust up. Yeah, rile the boys up a little bit. You know, keep um, keep that on the field, not in the locker room, coach. Hey, do you think? Do you think? All right, let me ask you this: Now the South Carolina beat Texas. Does that make Clemson look that much better? Yes. No. I, and that was my, one of my last talking points here. Clemson wins two out of three against Northeastern. So let's let's connect the dots here. Let's play a little game called mm-hmm. Connect the Dots. Northeastern just swept NC State, and Clemson takes two out of three from Northeastern. Okay, no big deal, right? Well, Clemson just swept South Carolina, and South Carolina just beat Texas two out of three. So, in theory, Clemson is superior to NC State and Texas, who were two of the favorites coming into this year. Tells me a lot about how good Clemson is. Transitive property. Huh? Transitive property. That's what Ben just did. I don't know. Yeah, no, Clemson looks great. The tight pants are rocking. The tight white pants and uh, I love Clemson. Back. I love their purple uniforms, man. They're so Those good. things are sweet. I no, I love Te- Clemson Stadium. Yes. Do you know they're in the outfield? They they have a hill all the way around. Yeah, yeah. We, we talk. We literally been every time we talk about Clemson, you bring that up every <laughs> single time. Ben likes hills. <laughs> we, okay. There's there's three things I like about Clemson: their <laughs> uniforms, their their little hills in the outfield, and then the outfield bleachers. Any stadium with outfield bleachers, I'm all for. Dude. I love Clemson Field, and think about a re- think about a good Clemson team hosting a regional or super there. Mm-hmm. It needs to happen this year. I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. Speaking of outfield bleachers, did you see Jacob Berry basically just break a hole through the? Oh, dude! Right why did they pitch? Dude, there's there's two guys in college baseball. I ask, and forget about Tommy White. There's two guys in college baseball. I ask myself, why do they pitch to him? It's Jacob Berry and Ivan Melendez, and and. Oh my Obviously, God. dude, that guy served him up 88 mile an hour slop down the dick today. What do you expect to happen? Dude, he hit the tiger in right field. It, that's insane. a 430 plus foot homer. It was yeah, one I'm talking about Ivan. I'm yeah. talking oh. a 3 2 dick ball, 88 oh, mile an hour. The one he hit 493 feet. Yes. 500. <laughs> Literally How do you not shit. even talk about that? I mean, 88 right down the Richard. I can hit that right now. 
With this fungo bat, I have my hand. South Carolina took the series, right? But how do you even pitch to him? How is any team pitching to him? The way they pitched to him, the way they pitched to him in the seventh or eighth inning, there was a man on second, two out. Guy threw a breaking ball in the dirt, ball. Guy threw a fastball up, ball. Breaking ball in the dirt, ball. And then it was the 3 0 count. He threw a changeup in the dirt. That's all you do. And, and who all was you it? Do. Uh, St- Stivers, Stivers from um, Tristan Stivers. Tristan Stivers threw him, I think, all, all breaking balls. balls. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. All but balls. I mean, boy, be careful though. Ivan slapped the shit out of a breaking ball down the. Uh, they hung one, and he slammed that one too. Yeah. He smacked it. I think you go hard in on Ivan, and then you throw him the soft shit. You either pitch him backward, or you don't pitch him. I, what I would yeah. do is just intentionally walk him until someone behind him beats you. That's what I'm Why saying. Not? Have anyone else beat you right now? I mean, I mean, nobody on, nobody on. Don't serve him up 88 down the dick. <laughs> just, I mean, sense, pitch, right? pitch to him, like, 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 pitch, compete with him a little bit. And I mean, dude, he's not, he's not ungodly. Like, he's gonna get out too. They threw him a soft slider away. He grounded out to second base, like. He's not unbelievable, but like, dude, some of these things these guys are doing, I'm just like, why are you doing this? But yeah. anyway, right. I break Jacob Berry rakes. Yeah, Jacob hey, Berry is a hey, free. Shout man. out to Brad Mom. Two more home runs this weekend from Mom, Albany. Mom's in double digits now from Albany. And I, I would love to see what Albany's baseball field looks like. I picture it to be 310 down the left field line and 365 to left center, 385 to center. 375 to right center and 330 to right. That's how hey. I picture it. Chain link fence, too. Hey, Tommy Tang's is raking. Like, he's still hitting like 500, I think. But yeah. No home run. Yeah. I mean, it's just that just makes you, hey, that just shows you how impressive what he was doing. Yeah. What? Well, how about, dude, how about this? So, Caden Wallace from Arkansas hit two grand slams today, or no, one yesterday, one today. Um, he's hitting leadoff now for the Razorbacks, and they've been scoring a ton of runs. Obviously, the competition they've been playing, they played Illinois-Chicago. Um, not huge, but doesn't it feel really weird? And correct me if I'm wrong. It feels really, really weird that us – or that we're sleeping on Vanderbilt and Arkansas this year, have barely talked about them. We haven't. They haven't and played anybody. They haven't played anybody, but they're also both like 14-2 and two or 13-3. and three. So uh, how good are they? I don't know. Well, Vandy did play Oklahoma State, and we did talk about them a lot that weekend. That's true. Yeah. It was a good Oklahoma State team that is still good. So they lost that series at home, whatever. But Arkansas, yeah, they haven't really played anyone yet, but they still rake. So. Hey, SEC starts this weekend, right? Correct. I believe so. So, yeah, now now they'll be back in the conversation every weekend now. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we we don't we we try not to talk about the SEC every other sentence, but yeah, no. Finally, everybody's going to be playing legit team. Um, this is where it gets fun, guys. This is where it gets really fun, now. Yeah. Um, last little talking segment I have here. Um, Army. They've played a very very tough non-conference schedule, right? Um, they go into TCU and they play a doubleheader yesterday. They were winning for 17 of the 18 innings in the doubleheader and go 0-2. TCU comes back in the bottom of the ninth in both games and walks them off. One was a walk-off through on Jack. One of them was a walk-off walk. I, I mean, I support the troops. I don't know about you guys, but I support the troops. Let's get them a closer. 
is that is that hard to let's get them a closer to, to finish out some games okay defend the country defend the ballpark be the closer mm-hmm. there it is that's the tagline yeah defend let's, the homeland. Get, let's get army a closer um other than that though i mean we we covered all the big topics from this weekend um appreciate all of our listeners we're gonna be back thursday hey. thursday night yep um South Carolina goes to Tennessee this weekend. Should be a fun one. Wasn't there some chirping last year in that series? Yeah, there was. There was. I mean, anytime Tennessee played, there was chirping. Tennessee lost the series, and and the South Carolina was chirping them, the fans, and they got into a little argument. I remember some kind of. Hey, you remember when Florida's guy ran? It was the Florida series when he grabbed when he grabbed his he grabbed his cock rounding third base, and they just lost their minds over it. Yeah. Um, South Carolina or AM? I think it was Florida. It yeah, was Florida. South, uh, Florida was, versus Florida. South Carolina. Um, I mean, dude, like, this is weather. Hey, by the way, I think this is the last cold front of the year. Let's we got the time so. change. Oh, yeah. We got the time change. I think the cold is done. I think it was the last one. Stadium, they're going to fill up. SEC is back. ACC will be in full swing. Pac 12. Everybody's in full conference swing. This is where shit gets fun. Yeah, but uh, oh. we'll be back Thursday to preview the weekend uh, and recap the midweek. I didn't. Wait. I didn't even look at the midweek schedule. What do we got? Anybody? I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to say. Let's 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 look at the peep the uh, midweek real quick before we um, call it a night. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I, I don't have anything important to do tomorrow. No, no, you just have a baby to come. That's not that important. How, hey, how old does my baby have to be before he can join the podca- podcast? 18. A few hours. 18. Yeah, a few hours. I think you should 18. do the podcast tomorrow. From the hospital? From hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I think Emergency we need a, uh, a, a diaper change tutorial after you figure out how to do it. You should hey, teach you guys. Just the diaper. Yeah. Hey, did your, did your four-week PTO start officially tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I'm paid four weeks, baby. No, Ooh, don't have to I'll, do anything. We got Florida, Florida State on Tuesday night. Yep, that's Florida, Florida State. Um, hey, LSU. Texas is staying on the road. They're going to Charleston. Charleston's um, not bad this year. Here's what? a um, here's an upset pick for you guys. I think VCU beats Liberty. Oh, no way! You just said that. Yeah, no I was literally about to say VCU sneaking up on Liberty Tuesday. I, I can see VCU beating Liberty on Tuesday. What about what about Michigan over Vandy? Now, Van, I feel like Vandy's a really, really good midweek. Tulane at LSU. Maybe Tulane pissed off now. They're going to they're gonna show up on Tuesday. And then you got DBU at Oklahoma State on Wednesday. Ooh. Ooh. And Oklahoma State's been very bad recently. Yep. I know they won this week in two out of three against BYU, but they just haven't been as impressive. They've been yep. terrible in midweeks. They lost to hey, Houston. And here's Tampa. my upset. Here's my upset. Southeastern Louisiana over Ole Miss. I could see that. Love it. I, um, here on Wednesday, Miami and UCF. Miami goes to UCF. That'll be a fun one. I'll definitely That's watch that. One as well. That one will be packed. It'll, hey, it'll be sold out. It'll be hey, slammed. I'll, I'll tell you another one, no bias, but on Wednesday, Georgia Southern, who's ranked 21st in our mid-major, goes to Mercer, who's ranked 20th. Yeah, That'll no be bias. a good good mid uh, midweek Wednesday game. And guess what? Mercer's not televising that. Crazy. They're not? No. America's team. I don't understand why. Uh, there's a lot of 
I've I've been yelling at some people. Don't worry. Good. Oh wait, wait. What do you mean? Uh, just how it's embarrassing that those games aren't broadcasted. Florida State's not broadcasted. Georgia Southern is not broadcasted. They're only like, broadcasting they eight doing? more. They're only broadcasting eight more games this year, Dimitri. Only I, eight. I, I want to slap somebody. I mean, holy shit! We've got we've got freaking. I mean, shit. St. Joseph probably got more ESPN three games than them. I mean, Villanova probably got more. Who the hell else is out there? Freaking Holy Cross probably has more games than them. I like watching the the Florida Gulf Coast streams because it's a YouTube hey, stream. Their and field it's is so sick. I but love you Florida. can't see anything. It's shot <laughs> from hey, a ring doorbell hey, camera. Florida Gulf Coast, their field is sweet. I wish I, wish they, I knew. I wish I, I, wish, I wish. All I know is they have a bright-ass scoreboard in right center field. If Sale would just give them some money, because there's hey, listen, this is their stadium. Think of the. Do you remember the old metal bleachers at Mercer? Yeah. All right. Think of those times like two or three bigger, and then nothing gets me going like some metal. Okay, bleachers. but then behind home plate, you take away all the padding and it's just a chain link fence, correct? Mm-hmm. Now raise those about eight feet more into the air and put a press box under. The bleachers and concession stand and bathroom where you can see everything when you're on the field. That is pretty cool. That is Florida, uh, Florida Gulf Coast for you. And they're all covered, just massive metal bleachers, like floating in the air, basically. Yeah. Do right. you guys want to – I know it's March Madness now. You guys want to give a quick little March Madness basketball who wins it all pick? I, don't, right. I, I mean, shit, I don't even know. I heard Tennessee pretty good. Coach K, Duke last so year. So Duke, Tennessee, Dez? I'll go Arizona. I like Gonzaga. I don't Flying, know. Like I have under the radar this year. I haven't. I, I won't follow basketball until this. Till I'll I'll watch some of the March Madness. But yeah. All I know is my son is going to fill out a bracket this year. I'm going to stick a phone in front of his face and just have him touch. <laughs> just hey, <laughs> hey Ben, what do we think? <laughs> what do we think? Elon over NC State or no? No. What happened with Elon? Why did we tweet about that? Oh, I tweeted at them. Never mind. Yeah, you you got carried <laughs> their away. Their camera being dark. Their their broadcast. It they ratioed like, you. Hey, they no ratioed light. you. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They ratioed you. You don't know what you. that means. You don't know what that means. I know what it means. When they clap back at you, and it's better than the original tweet. No. Okay. No, more. No. Li- I understand if you get more likes on it, that's what ratio means. Yeah. But hey. They clapped back, and it was a valid clap back. And they fixed the problem. They were broadcasting <laughs> into a dark closet, dude. It was terrible, and they finally right, fixed it. All right, before that's we why go. We're good, that's why we're good for college baseball. We helped those schools. And then mm-hmm. I rooted on a walk-off, and they won on a walk-off. Ben so, is fixing okay. college baseball one mean tweet at a time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can, can I get a, like, a, from all of you, can I get a 1 out of 10 rating on this uh, March Madness mustache? Oh, it's, it'll, it won't be here very long. 10 out of 10. How, it looks like you just sell cocaine and uh, you live in Nicaragua. You look like you, in Miami, you're like in the backyard just repping out bench press and some curls and just with, yeah. this, with the stash. <laughs> I mean, it's a solid eight and a half. The, the chains out of the shirt tonight? Yeah. Yeah. All black shirt, backwards visor. The visor. Miami just taking a boat back and forth from Columbia, bringing in <laughs> drugs. I don't. Oh, that's a hey, hey fair game. enough, fair enough, fair enough. I'm good with those. I don't know what all that means, but I'm good with it, I guess. No. But <laughs> we got to end the show before we get in trouble. Appreciate everybody listening. We'll be back on Thursday night, Friday morning. Get you ready for the weekend coming up. 
Who's going to say I love you? Come on. Love you. Love you guys. Mm-hmm.